There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. We are a week and one day away from Halloween. Ooh, oh, wait, I have to get us into spooky season. I love, love Halloween. It's my favorite non. Um, Religious holiday? Oh, no, that's not what I meant to do. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I have done. Yeah. No, that's no. not what I meant. You're a Halloween pervert. I, lo- I'm not a Halloween pervert. Well, no, Kat, that just means that you're really excited about Halloween. <laughs> oh, pervert God. is a term of endearment. Okay. In your world. All right. Oh, that's what you were looking for. It's the only Halloween sound effect we have on the bar, so that's all you get. Which, uh, Leah, that's supposed to be a ghost howling. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a schnauzer, but I'm just saying. <laughs> a schnauzer? Sounds like a whale. Or a humpback whale. Um, okay, 651-641-1071. Do you love haunted houses? Not Dawn, because she did clarify uh, in prep today. You were like, wait, actual haunted houses? Or commercialized haunted houses. Well, you said commercialized. It was like, first of all, what the heck is that? Oh, you mean like an amusement, yeah. like amusement park haunted house. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. Do you like to pay money to be scared? Uh, and if so, you know, share it with us. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, Don. The reason I asked that question is because there are two kinds of haunted houses for me. I haven't been to one in years, though. I'll admit. But if I had my druthers, I am a fan of the like ye old haunted house. You know, like the. The just like kitschy, stereotypical haunted house mm-hmm. where like somebody jumps out and goes boo and they're probably dressed in a costume and it's probably obvious they're dressed in a costume. Then there's the haunted houses and maybe this is like a maybe there are already categories for these things. But then there's like the like disturbing haunted the, houses the, where yeah. like they're trying to mess with your brain. Yeah, they're trying to be as scary as possible, which is not fun. Mm. At all, I want no part of it. I've done it exactly twice in my life, and mm. I want nothing to do with it. Do you oh, have a gosh. favorite? Um, I definitely like people who go the extra mile to have a theme. Like, there's a whole story mm. involved. I had some friends who had one that was like, you got into what seemed to be like you go into an elevator and it feels like it's dropping and like, oh no, now I'm in the basement of this old hospital. Sure. And it was amazing and they had like all these weird things with texture like 
the lights would go out and you'd go around the corner and then it's like, what am I walking on right now? Oh, fun. And then it's That'd like you're fun. trying to feel along the walls but to like, find your way and there's weird stuff. It's It was great. The thing that scares me is like when we did the soap bo- soapbox, is that what it's called? Soap factory? Soap factory, That one yeah. years ago, like when that one, when that one first took off, um, it was like a huge hit here because it was like an actual scary haunted house for a change. But it was so terrifying. The I think it was the first year they strapped us into wheelchairs and blindfolded <laughs> oh us gosh. and then raced us around, not telling. And they're like screaming and yelling and making all these horrible noises oh. and then made us line up against a wall with our backs to the wall like they were going to like do us in. <laughs> okay and it like we were all like i'm i, I would not be surprised if people didn't pee their pants oh they went hard it, it, it literally was scary do you want to sometime hear um an evp from the soap factory that my oh absolutely team got? um tell us about that in a second but yeah. let's get to zach because he has uh called in 651-641-1071 do you love haunted houses zach what's your story you love them or hate them hey zach Hey, Zach. Yeah, can, can you hear me now? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good. Um, you know, I'm from the Duluth area, and sure. we have an old um, mental health institution called No Pimming yes. that is actually haunted, and they decorate an ore boat in downtown Duluth and Canal Park that is haunted, and I am truly frightened of those two uh, institutions. I do not pay to go near them, and... Uh, I don't certainly want to go inside, but I used to do home delivery for frozen food. And one of the guys actually saw a ghost and came back and quit his job. He said, he's just not going to do that anymore. So I've had too many, too scary experiences in real life to think that. this Oh, okay. So you don't like them. Yeah. Was your answer. Okay. No, it's too scary. Thank you, Zach. Okay. Thank you, Zach. Uh, Yeah, no, I could get like, if, if you're really, you know, I'm easily scared in for some things. Like if you start talking about like possession or like zombies, fast zombies specifically scare mm-hmm. me. So if yeah. you had like a haunted house like of zombies running at you, yeah. I would be like, I well, it would, I, I'd also, I would have to have the participant sign a waiver because I would probably hit. You'd hit <laughs> you know, like yeah. if people come feel, running at you, I would yes. start throwing punches. I just think people that work there, I uh, it's just like I feel for their safety. Yes. Really. Oh, because you know people when they get scared, they punch or they kick them, kick and or hit, whatever. Or say, I do just like to yell, you know, because then it sort of makes you feel powerful. <laughs> sure. Like, go away! Wow, that is. Do you feel power? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Okay. Do we have my power else? is with words? Let's go to a. Ma- you don't want to hear my story? I do. I just like, know that I can't see the call screener from no, here. No, I got it. We're good. Amanda's okay. on the line. You want to hear what Amanda said? Yeah. Hey, Amanda, do you like or are you terrified of haunted houses? Or maybe you like to be terrified. I absolutely hate them. Really? Tell me why. Um, I hate being scared. Like, I don't even like like scary movies or anything like that. Nothing like that. Amanda, how do you feel when someone jumps out at you? Like, uh, just um, around the corner. Well, I just had that this weekend. My um, friends and I went to Duluth. Uh-huh. And we went to another friend's, like, haunted forest that they forced me to go to. No. They just and I forest. absolutely no. hated it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. They did great. I just hated being there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what was the thing that hated you most? You don't like to be scared or you just don't like the unknown or you just generally well, don't like people? Both, okay. like, well, <laughs> yeah, like, I I screamed 
yeah. probably 70% of the time I oh. started crying right oh, out of oh, the no. game. Yeah, I get that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and at the end, I was so, like, desensitized that, like, <laughs> someone, like, went and, like, um, scared me. And I was, like, holding my friend's hand. And they wouldn't let me pass. And I was just like, okay, we're going to talk this through. You're going to let me pass? Mm. Because nothing good is going to come for not letting me pass. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly I love right. it that you're getting lippy with the haunted house people, Amanda. That's wonderful. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, like I hate math. Uh, totally hate oh, them. my gosh. So do you just not like Halloween in general? Um, I mean, like, the, like give out trick or like, give out candy. I yeah. Like, like that. Yeah. Kids Halloween. That's the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm here for it, Amanda. Oh, Thank Amanda. you so much for calling and sharing. Dawn, I want to get to you, though. I know you love Halloween, but mm-hmm. how, what is your feeling about haunted houses? Because you've actually gone to, like, real haunted houses. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the, the performance-based ones. Well, I don't as like... As a musical theater nerd, what do you think? Um. Okay, so I don't like it when people jump out and scare me. Like, I legitimately hate it. Like, here at the office, like, Donna and Steve. Like, Steve will completely wait say that again steve will jump out at donna oh, yeah. all the time and yeah. i hate that if you did that to me i would literally have yeah. to find i only job. do that like i would only do that because i i think those are kind of fun when people scare it's you not but fun for if me. you don't like it then it's no Mm-mm, fun no and that's what i don't like about a yeah. commercial haunted house i don't really love yeah. like the jump scare See, i kind of like like that to me like because it's a known quantity oh nobody's gonna go like i'm gonna tear out your soul and eat it and you will be damned to eternity for all time okay like that i don't need i'd rather Somebody have sh- yeah you rather have that no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no i would rather when i think about it like i would rather have that like somebody jumping out at me than like looking at a weird scene that just scares me, like something sitting in the dark looking at me. Yes, that's oh, scary. Just thinking about it. Or a haunted doll. Like when you walk alive. into, uh, when you walk into a room and somebody's in the corner, like Bob behind the dresser. No. Uh, oh yeah. Ooh, I just get tingles thinking okay. about it. You want me to bring in some of my dolls? No. This week, dolls are terrifying. I have like fifty. Why would I want you to terrify me? I don't know. Just because it's Halloween week. So Let's you just, talk to the dolls. Do you just sit with your dolls? No, they're up on the bookcase all the time. That's terrifying. Okay. Let's go to Tammy. She's going to be our last word. Oh, Tammy. 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 Do you love haunted houses? Hello. Hi, do you Tammy. like haunted houses or do you hate them? Hi, I love the ones like Noping. Noping. Nopemi. Yeah. Yes, we went up there, my daughter and I and her friend. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> I felt something touch my shoulder. Oh, yeah. Seriously, could have peed my pants. Oh, okay. Haunted houses, yeah, because they're manufactured. Yeah. Oh, they're you're okay, talking. But... Okay, so no, you're she wants like a real haunted a real house. Real one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Love. We do ghost hunting like that. Love it. But Good. commercialized haunted houses, you don't care for. Not so much. Yeah, yeah it's just too, it's too predictable. Oh. oh, look at you. All right. Ooh, Tammy. Tammy, thank you for sharing, and thanks, everybody, for calling. Leah, what, you, what what's your feeling on a haunted house quick? Well, I still have this PTSD when my kids are, like, in the tween stages, and we went to one with all their friends. Mm-hmm. And I took them as, you know, just me with the kids. You're the chaperone. Yeah. I had one kid hanging off of each arm oh. and one on my leg. Yeah, just And terrified. I just, like, slogged oh. through. I looked like the swamp creature going through. <laughs> and I was scared, too, but I had to hold it together. But, yeah. Oh, no oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I'll skip yeah. it. Haunted house with children, even more terrifying. <laughs> and they all talk such a big game. They're like, yeah, we of can course. do it. Yeah. Ah! All right. Thank you for sharing, dear listeners. When we come back, 
Speaking of terrifying, well, the writers and act well, not writers, but the actor strike is still going strong, sadly. And uh, Laura Ingalls, yeah, she herself, not the actual Laura Ingalls, uh, has something to say about it. We'll share mm-hmm. what it is when we come back right here on my or app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You know, it's hard to turn on social media, turn on the television, or really pay attention to the world around us any day of the week without realizing just how many people are displaced on any given day of the year, which can seem overwhelming and it can seem like a never-ending, very difficult problem to solve. But here's the thing. There is hope in uh, many of these stories of tragedy, and that hope comes with organizations like Alight. So if you don't know about Alight, they're a Twin Cities-based organization that help displaced persons. Displaced persons are people just like you and me who've had to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict, and famine. And while those stories can seem overwhelming, Alight is there on the ground in over 20 countries around the world every day of the year, helping displaced persons get access to the things they need to start over. Head to wearealight.org today, and thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Thank you for being here with us. We appreciate it. Uh, And if you missed any of the show, you can always download it in podcast form, including, but not limited to, Blinded by the Item, which is its own separate podcast. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we have to talk about SAG-AFTRA. The strike continues. Oh, it's still going on. It's still going on. These poor actors, uh, when I say these poor actors, I mean... The ones that are making working actors, you know, twenty six thousand a year just to have the insurance. They are struggling. We need to get some things done here. And the latest we heard from SAG-AFTRA, boy, <laughs> it's the first thing that they've done in all of this. Where we are, we're all like, um, okay, this is kind of stupid. They put out rules for Halloween. Yeah, this was so ridiculous. They they were saying if if you have a costume based on struck work that is a project that is currently on strike or mm-hmm. being striked, uh you you're not allowed to wear that costume. Yeah. What? Yeah, and you're trying so, to ruin everybody's Halloween. Yeah, it was kind of silly like do not be photographed in this costume. You're helping the studios promote their movies without, you know, you're just having a good time, but yeah, be something that is nondescript, like a zombie, a ghost, or a spider, etc. <laughs> I just want to be spider, etc. With I'm a big spider, like and I have a, a lot of tiny yeah. spiders around me. Uh, so Melissa Gilbert chimed in on this, and uh, it got a lot of attention because she actually added Fran Drescher to this. Melissa Gilbert otherwise known as Laura Ingalls Wilder, she was the SAG-AFTRA president before Fran Drescher. So she added her in this. She commented on this post, and she said, this is what you guys come up with? Literally no one cares what anyone wears for Halloween. I mean, do you really think this kind of infantile stuff is going to end the strike? Yeah. We look like a joke. Please tell me you're going to make... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
this rule go away and go negotiate. For the love of God, people are suffering mightily. And this is what you have to say. Come on, guys. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't blame her. I think like I wonder if there's some personal stuff between the two of them. Maybe That's why she I'm ran, talking about it. Maybe she ran against her. I don't know what the, the I dynamics don't know. are. I don't know, but I thought it was like, ooh, okay. Because yeah, we only, we don't know what they're really like as leaders and, and you know, what went on. And I know that Melissa Gilbert was the, the president for a very long time, and maybe they wanted some fresh blood. I mean, we're just making all of this up, really. I, I, I thought it was know. it was pretty bold of her to come out and say that. Now, um, we had other people make fun of it. Mandy Moore was a little more serious you know, we heard about her comments. Is this a joke? Come on. This is what's important. Uh, we're asking you to negotiate in good faith on our behalf. We talked about that on Friday. And then Ryan Reynolds hilariously posting, like, talking about how um, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old all night. <laughs> yeah. She's not in the union, but she Yeah, this is just a learn. huge fail. I mean, a huge foul on their part, like the SAG after, uh, in, from a... PR perspective, right? Like you don't need to make it sound like you're going to be policing people's Halloween costumes because then it just makes you look petty and it makes you look like it kind of plays into all the sort of anti-union bias that people would have that like unions force everybody to do the same thing and nobody has a say Mm -hmm. and you you have to listen to leadership and, you know, again, I don't think those criticisms are necessarily warranted. I just think that this failure of PR sort of reinforces negative stereotypes and also just makes you look tiny right when you're trying to negotiate something much larger than what costumes I mean if I were a studio person I'd be out there going you see what we're dealing with here people that get upset because like you want us to take this seriously I'm not saying this is right no and I'm not saying it's legitimate I'm just saying you give your opponents an opportunity to to um, you know, make an argument against you that they didn't otherwise have the ability to make. Right. Just the fact that, you know, somebody took time. Now, do I think that Fran Drescher made this flyer herself? Um, no. I'm sure somebody was sitting in the office and threw this together. They thought it was a good idea on a Monday morning in a meeting, you know. Uh, but well, yeah, she but does you would hope cooler heads would prevail. Yeah. I mean, she does. She is the president. So she is responsible for this kind of stuff going out. So it's just uh, hopefully we can get past this and they can get back to the negotiating table. Yeah. Well, thanks for that update, Don. When we come back, we have an update on another publationship. Or is it? We don't know what's going on. It's on. It's off. They're together. They're apart. Krim. What's a Krim? Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. This time, they're on a plane together. Wait a minute. I thought they what? hated each other. They were calling the police. <laughs> we'll find out when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com today. Why? Because I want you to make an appointment for your regular checkup and exam. Or I just want you to check in and see if uh, perhaps you've got questions about dental implants or maybe other dental procedures that you put off or you've got questions about. Here's the thing. Dakota Dental is a great family dentist. This time of year, I know you're busy. Life gets pretty hectic pretty darn quick as we wrap up another year. However, you still have dental benefits on the table. And if you don't, 
great job. But if you do, I want you to make sure you take advantage of those dental benefits before the end of the fiscal year. Why? Because you might lose those benefits. You probably will lose those benefits. So put them to great use at one of the best dentists in the Twin Cities. I can say that because that's where I go and I've gone for years. I love the care that I get from Dakota Dental and you will too. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Welcome to 2.30. Thank you for being with us today. Um, this Okay, so this relationship we're about to talk about, you might wonder, when you hear us talking about Krim all the time, you're like, oh, they're talking about it again. This is why. This is why. Because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, because they just they, don't stop, It's frankly. not just the drama of their breakup. It's, it's the, the drama of they're not breaking up. It's, Wait. It's they're like, okay, now they're back together. Okay, what's happening now? Tell us, Bradley. We've, we've been on a journey for quite a number of months with Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. First they're together, then they're not together. That was, I think, December. I mean, I think as long as you and I have been on the air. Yes. Which admittedly has not been that long together. Um, we have announced that they were breaking up. It was a big deal. <clears throat> And then shortly thereafter, they tried to make it work. And then they tried to not make it work. And then they tried to make it work. And within all of that, they also were calling the cops on each other. They called the police. And we saw actual body cam footage of them uh, essentially arguing, fighting, and hiding from one another. I've lost track. I think it's five times now. I think it's actually... Including the drop-off of the kid? If not more. It might be six, but it, it's certainly five. Too at much. Least. But the headline today from page six, and actually by that I mean over the weekend, and it's probably changed since. I haven't looked. Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman arrive at airport together. What? Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, wait, she just asked for full custody of the kids after he just asked for full custody of the kids after he just asked her to sell the house after they just decided together to sell the house after voodoo 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 footage <laughs> careful video footage was released of him hiding in the bathroom after video footage of her hiding in the bathroom. like it just goes on and on and on remember that commercial what was it and so on and, and so, so on, on right and so on well here is photographs of not one but two of these people uh in the same place Together, at the airport, getting on a plane. Together, Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman, made their way to the airport despite a bitter divorce battle. I don't understand why we don't have any clue. Can somebody please tell us who was at the Atlanta National or International Airport or wherever it was? What flight was it? Where was it headed? I don't have their flight numbers, but I will say that last week, they were spotted at the airport together despite their uh troubles troubles <laughs> she just came back from now, film filming the surreal life where well which is why i thought maybe she's going back to do some touch-ups but why is he going back and also look at the photos of croy he's wearing like a, a like a beard that like michael jackson or like i don't know some other famous person would wear in the 1980s to avoid it looks discovery. like a fake beard yeah looks like a press-on beard it looks like steve patterson's beard actually <laughs> Doesn't it though? Look at the yeah. beard. <laughs> yeah. And Except all of a sudden he has maybe a beard. it's Steve Patterson. Oh my god! Certainly got the guns. Listen, not quite the uh, calves though. I think Croy's got bigger calves. 
Um, it's not Steve Patterson. It's not Steve Patterson, but if he thinks that he's going to get away with being in the airport with her in no, a disguise. That's not a disguise. Like, that's literally his beard. But I, who when did knew? He grow it? That beard, that is like a week's long effort. Maybe That's it's not like a, a Movember. Maybe it's a wig beard. Maybe Did you just she, say weave? <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean a weave. Um, it's a wig beard. It's a, it's a, a weird, it's a weird a face merkin. Maybe he had. It's a face merkin. <laughs> or maybe it's a regular merkin and he just threw it on. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But maybe he was growing a beard and he wanted to speed up the process so he had some fill in <laughs> yeah. like hairs. <laughs> it's that Ron Popeil spray hair. <laughs> That's right. And he took some Chia Pet hair yeah. and then put it on there and then sprayed it's the Ron Popeil. It's a big ass beard. It's way too big for the last time we saw him. Also, he's not a small dude, so that beard looks kind of like I'm just saying if you were in front of him, you'd be like, dude has a like that's that's a big beard. That's like not ZZ Top, but that's like ZZ Top Jr. Do you think that he was trying to be in disguise and it's a no, no, I think it's a real beard and we just haven't seen him. Although I don't know. We have we have in the last month. Or two. I mean, that is a beard that's been growing. It's really dark, too. Do you think that's a fake beard? Yes. Leah, look at that beard. I'm looking at he it right now. He is blonde. He is well, a blonde Well, he's not blonde. Guy. He's cherry. Like, he's like a redhead. I don't think he gets he's highlights. A, yeah. He's a redheaded, light-haired person. He kind of has that skin tone of, like, Grant. Like, that light, blonde, cherry, redheadish borderline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freckly. Yeah. So, I wonder, though, if his beard... Because it wouldn't be uncommon for his beard to grow out a different color. Sure. So I wonder. Like, I'm looking at this photo of him from just. It looks like a couple weeks ago, and he does have the beard. It's much less bushy. It's okay. a little patchier. All and right. In this photo from uh, page six, it looks um, a little reddish. He's filled it in. It's filled in. Well, for and sure. I do. Yeah, you're right. I do see photos. He of went him. to Hobby Lobby and got some of that fake moss. It's it. definitely giving <laughs> Duck Dynasty. I gotta say that. Yeah. No. I know likey. But okay. Bury the lead. They are going to the airport <laughs> I together. I said, where the, I mean, easily, whoever took these pictures could have seen. Is it outside? They're going into the airport. Like nobody at the gate saw what oh, airline. Also, October 2nd. We missed the story, Dawn. We this totally is from missed October the story. 2nd. Croy Bierman, unrecognizable with new look amid bitter divorce. Oh. And look at him. Oh, my God. He is a different... It's a magician. He's coloring that. That, oh, that is being colored. It is. It's really silly. It looks like that... Um, Who does he look thing. like? Well, it looks like that magic uh, face thing I had <laughs> as a kid that the was magnet? a man's face, and it was the a little magnet, magnet thing, and yeah. little metal shavings, and then you moved it around with a magnet pencil to it make it It looks like he's he's totally coloring his hair. Totally. Oh, yeah. That he, looks so dark. That's not his hair color. Do you think he's trying to look more like, I'm trying to take custody of my children and look like a dad? <laughs> I think absolutely you're spot on. I mean, oh truly, God. he looks kind of almost like Nicolas Cage. Yes. Well, Nicolas Cage well, obviously Well, now, though, colors now he's beard. in the sunlight and it's looking very red. Maybe he, it it's like a chameleon leg, yes. wig. Excuse me? Chameleon wig. Okay. Chameleon wig. I don't know. It was a lot of words. Um, Chameleon wigs. Let's sell those. Yeah. Like it changes. It's like a a hyper color wig. Yeah. It Uh changes with the, as you get hot. It's like a mood ring. Mood wig. (laughs) That's something Nene Leakes would have called Kim. A mood Mood wig. wig. (laughs) Okay. Let's figure out where could they possibly be going. 
So even if they were, let's say that they had some type of a thing that they had to fulfill, like they filmed something and then they said, we need you but for pickups. But they don't need to they take the same be, flight. That's what I'm saying. They wouldn't be and like. Also, they're not like on the same flight. They just, they're like, he's right behind her, up on her. That's right. Walking through like the turnstile. Yeah. Even if they were on the same flight, they you'd be like, I'm not sitting next to her. I don't, I mean, that's, that's also what we would who expect. has turnstiles at the airport gate is that like a southwest thing they're they're like little or am i what is that oh are those just the gate i thought it was like the check-in like the self-check-in thing oh yeah like the counters that's uh it's just the way the picture for the audience who can't see it almost looks like a bunch of turnstiles Mm -hmm. well yeah no there's little gates that have an x is that like a customs thing well, that's no. what I thought, because when I flew that back from be. Europe, it looked like a custom. I mean, like they have little things yeah, like that. Yeah, because you type you... in your thing. Yeah. You know, maybe they're going, no offense. I don't know why this no would be an offensive thing. I'm just saying, uh, maybe they're going to... Um, where Flee was... to Canada? No. <laughs> no. I would. Where was the um, the show that she just did? Was in another country. Yeah, Costa Rica. Oh, so maybe, maybe they, they were they doing are. like a reunion or something. Okay. Oh, yeah, they might be filming. Uh, I think it was in Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they could be. And then he's what? They're like, and now we're gonna bring Croy out to tell us what he thinks about you flirting with Chet Hanks. Is that what it is? <laughs> oh they could have gotten him on video. I, I mean, I watched Ninety Day Fiance reunions. Every seems well, like yeah. they don't need they get need them to on fl- video from other countries. He doesn't need to fly. They don't need to. Fl- Something is going on with these two. I mean, maybe MTV has a bigger budget than TLC 90 Day Fiance. So they'll just fly him to Costa Colombia. <laughs> Costa Colombia. That's a new, said the Republic new, of Costa Colombia. <laughs> Costa Colombia. I almost said Costa Rica again. And then it's I a very it. small Caribbean nation. <laughs> I just think, how can oh. they even be what? Here we go. Do you have the answer? Did you from just this Google this too? Day story? Yes. Did you? I think I just. Do you want to tell us what you just saw? Yeah. Well, apparently, according to two sources, <laughs> I just I verified this on uh, TMZ and Us. Croy accompanied his uh, sometimes ex-wife Kim Zolciak to a certain vaginal rejuvenation procedure. What? <laughs> what? Kim Zolciak gets laser Excuse vagina me. treatment amid divorce with Croy. In Los Angeles. And why is he attending it? He's interested in surgery. He's like, he's like, like, like I well, need a job. I'm going to learn how on the spot training. He's like, look, I know we hate each other, but here's the thing. You Only you, my you, know, you know what to look for. Yeah. Or you know the way, like, I don't know. He's yeah, giving tips. Like, you want to tell him what to do? I mean, why is he involved in anything regarding her vagina? I mean, but oh my god! I thought how he can hated... you be involved in a nasty divorce battle and attending your wife's vaginal rejuvenation? And by the way, that costs think, money. Do you? Th- no, no, it doesn't because she's. I guarantee Sponsored it's Sponcom. vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah, just like remember the last time she went out to L.A., Leah. I don't know if you saw this story, but last oh, time yeah, she went out to scans. L.A., she got a brain scan from this doctor who does oh. like therapeutic brain scans but she legitimately had a stroke yeah. didn't she yeah well so but she, then she got yeah. her daughter a free yeah, brain she's scan. like and my daughter brielle had a brain scan and she learned stuff so so do you think this was just another well but if i don't why well she's saying you know after six kids 
that. Well, hey, look, I mean, there is nothing wrong with hey, getting things rejuvenated. Pelvic floor health. But why know? is Gosh, he there? But why does he come along for the trip? And did they pay the like who paid the bill? Who? Because we they know can't afford. They can't even like afford their electricity bill. In debt. They literally their daughter paid their two thousand dollar electricity bill. And yet he's hopping on flights to get to watch her. <laughs> A little bit for hoo ha. That is. Can I say? Are they laying the groundwork for a reconciliation? Yes. Like we were on this trip. I was getting rejuvenated, and Croy was like, well... Last hurrah, final farewell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye to Or maybe she vagina. needed... I don't know what the rejuvenation process is, but maybe he needed... She needed someone to, like, you know, get oh. her from point A to point B. And she has um, a couple mom. of adult yeah. daughters. She That's could true. have them. Yeah, order. why isn't Brielle there? Yeah, Brielle should be there, because Brielle would be like, I'm getting this in 20 years. <laughs> she totally and would. Then she'd no, get she on would get one now, because like yeah. she's been getting all the treatments that her mom gets, which is like shocking, because you're like, girl, you're, you're fine. You're 20. <laughs> you don't need Botox. Something. Oh, yeah. Oh, and lip boy. fillers. Oh, hmm. my gosh. Well. All right. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that mystery. I Thank hope you. she feels refreshed. <laughs> and rejuvenated. <laughs> and rejuvenated. <laughs> Rejuvenation. Oh. Rejuvenation. Yes. That should be a thing. All right. Let's market that, shall we? Do you yeah. want to patent that quick in the break? Rejuvenation. Rejuvenation. <laughs> we'll flesh that out when we come back right here. On no talk. fleshing. <laughs> the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you for being here, as hey. always. Uh, we love you. Um, we are so excited tomorrow for Britney's book release. That is, it's finally here. I can't believe it's going to be October I know, 24th can you believe it? tomorrow. I can't believe it. So what have we not learned from Brittany so far? Uh, we don't know the details about all of these things that have been um, handed to the tabloids. She hasn't done any interviews, but we have had things. I don't want to say leak because they were given to the tabloids. Well, also, I just don't like the word leak. Yeah. Exactly. So um, earlier in the show, we talked about how this weekend on Instagram, she put up a couple of cryptic uh, stories or reels, pictures, whatever you want to call them. One yeah. being a cake that says, um, see you in hell. Yeah, I, I, I think she. OK, can we just talk like real talk? I think this is actually a perfect opportunity since we're just kind of, you know, we've done a show. Let's just relax. Let's just chill. It's just like you and me just hanging out. <laughs> okay, truth no, be told. but like, I think it's hard, right? Because we've been talking about this story in a way so oh, way more than most people. And I think there are those people, us, and then everyone else. And I think the everyone else is more. There's a lot more people out there who are not as plugged into this story or connected to it, whether as fans or just pop culture lovers. Mm -hmm. And what I am interested to see is how the general world responds to this memoir, mm -hmm. if at all. Because I don't think it's like, I think we're all in and we're vested, and there's a whole audience who's super excited. But I really do feel like there's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, Britney's got a new what? What is she going to talk about? She seems to be going through some stuff. You know, we were t kind of talking about that a little off air before, and I just think like that, that it, it's going to be interesting to see how the world reacts. Yes. And 
How do we judge how they react? Like, you can't take a poll saying, what do you think about Britney's book? I mean, we had our thoughts and opinions on Prince Harry's book, but... Yeah, and we we were not in the... We were not in the... We're not in the majority. Not not in the majority at all. Even of the people who probably... Well... So what's interesting is then, I think there's also... Like, we were also weirdly in the middle of that conversation, because, like... We were plugged into that story, super excited about it, but also not like drinking the Kool-Aid such that like no matter what he said, it we were totally defensive of it. Right. Yeah, I, do. I don't know. That was a, Why is it so hard. It was to... a different like because he was the first royal to write a tell all book. It was a big deal. You know, he is talking about things that nobody else has talked about. Just things that even just it's the a minutia, unique perspective. Exactly. Of how things are done. And how you see this and what they present out to the outside world is so ordered, orderly, and then how it's kind of a mess behind closed doors. But And I think we talked about this, but he also showed that we were right a lot, that like we don't know how the sausage is made or didn't until he started. No other royal wrote about what it was like on the other side in a true and candid way, at least now. Look, you can believe him or say he was lying or it was motivated to say things a certain way because of his perspective. And his life choices, fine. You know, again, I don't have to take it all for the God's honest truth, but it was his perspective. And that perspective, to my mind, at least for our generation, has never happened. Right. Like you imagine that Diana at some point and she kind of did with some interviews. Yeah. And so did Prince Charles. But it was so but it was not. It wasn't that it wasn't. I kind of felt like it was more like the leaks that came out about the royal family before were so salacious. Mm-hmm. And it's like there was plenty of proof to back them up that we, you know, glommed onto them. But they weren't coming straight from the horse's mouth. The horse's mouth. They were coming from a third party or a fourth party, I yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what did it for me. Right. Right. And, you know, like Bradley said, we didn't. A lot of it, you're like, okay, I can see how somebody's um, hurt feelings or their emotions could have them interpret it that way. But just even looking at facts, you know, you're like, wow, this is this is something. It just to know that like a lot of the rumors we heard were true Mm -hmm. or like the motivations we thought like he just put them on the page in a way that made me go, okay. so I think generally the public was sort of on to something in terms of how he was feeling and Mm -hmm. how the other family was treating him. And turns out, again, I think I'm more interested in how the system is screwed. And I wanted to use another word, but you can't say it on the radio. The institution is bleeped because it requires people to do and be. Like, who subscribes to that? Right. You are a human being with the same free will any of us have. Why do you? Yeah. Why do you go Which along with it? She's like, I'm not going along with it anymore. Yeah. Which is so revolutionary, but at the same time, like he's getting like lambasted around the world because he didn't want to play by these like bizarre, archaic rules that nobody reading the, that book or hearing about it would ever want to be a part of or would ever expect someone they love to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And yet everybody's like, Oh, he was so terrible for you know, leaving his family and doing all he's such a bad and it's like, you would you do that? It's like, I don't know. I mean, I you know, his you mother died by, you know, the paparazzi hounding her and yeah. they're kind of doing the same thing to his wife. So he's trying to protect his kids and yeah. wife. Yeah. You know, wouldn't you do anything for them? Especially in that situation where you have such trauma. Or, or why don't you just act out and be irrational? Like people said, maybe he's acting out and being irrational. That's fine. That's a normal response. Yeah. Like maybe he'll change his mind at some point. I would hope so. Well, because I think he did in his, you know, eating days or whatever, you know, when he was 
Yeah. You know, there was definitely a little acting up before he went to Africa. Oh, sure. And I, but what I'm saying is like, I think at, at some point he might decide like, oh, I want to have my family back in my life and I want to have a relationship with my dad and I'll work on it. Like he could change his mind, but it's okay. Like he's just working through it. And it's just that, you know, he's under the spotlight. How did we get on Prince Harry from well, Britain? I, but I think I talked to, I was talking about how we don't know how the world is going to perceive her book. Just how we don't know how they perceived Prince Harry's book. I think I'm an optimist and I like to think about the best in people, but I do think a lot of people are probably just going to look at her book and the headlines that they read about it and be like, oh, she's a hot mess. Yeah. And um, that poor thing. Yeah. And we saw her be a hot mess, you know, during the Perez Hilton highlight days. You know, we watched it all. She didn't really have a voice then. So Mm -mm. it's, you know, it's kind of funny that 20 years later we're getting... Her response, yeah. more yeah. than just a sound bite, and and again, it's like from the other side. We've been speculating, talking about, reading about, contemplating, imagining. Only, right. We've seen her Instagram. We've heard her in court talking about all the atrocious things that happened to her during their conservatorship, which ended up serving her very well to speak out. You know, but this is going to be just a a big old information dump. Yeah. Well, information. Slash her whole life up yeah. to this point, yeah. you know, which I used to think, how can someone write a memoir this early in life? You know, don't you have to wait until you're at least 70 or something? But I hope she writes another memoir like 20 years from now yes. when she gets on the other side of all of this and has found therapists she can trust and has done some real work because yeah. I bet she will then. I want her to have the best second act. Yeah. Like the best second act. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And until she does like she's spoken out and said, like, to your point, Bradley, that she does not trust therapists anymore because mm. in the conservatorship, mm. she had therapists who were actually just reporting, reporting back, to, back Jamie. to Jamie and also not giving her the help she needed. No, or and it was it's sad. She doesn't trust anybody. Exactly. So I don't blame her for not having everything perfect in her life. No, she shouldn't, right? No more than any of us should when we're trying to work through some stuff. But I am extremely curious to see what's in this book, which we will start reading tomorrow. So you better join us <laughs> to find out. And if you guys have thoughts and feelings about it, and if you're as excited about it as we are, make sure you listen tomorrow. And uh, we'll have a special guest joining us on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And It's not Brittany. <laughs> Sorry. But it's somebody who thought they were talking to Brittany at one point. Yeah. Right. Actually, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What That's else it. do you want to share with people? I want to share that Leah did such a great job. Leah, thank you so for much Mike. for filling in. Uh, so thankful. Yeah. Actually, I was, you know, happy birthday to Mike. I was happy yes, to help. So. Yes. We'll hear about all of Michael's birthday antics. Hopefully he did not make the news today. Uh, <laughs> well, that's still the rest of the day. Days not over yet. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to us here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We'll be back tomorrow. Up next, you have one Lori and one Julia. I think they're both here. Right here on My Talk 107.